My name is Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at NoMoreParties, and this is the Hero RB Show on the Campus to Canton podcast feed. Kevon Lee was a four-star running back in the recruiting class of 2020 who ended up committing to Penn State University. That year, he had a really solid true freshman campaign, posting over 500 yards and four touchdowns from scrimmage and notching a 14.3% dominator rating, which is in the 56th percentile for first-year players who would go on to be drafted since 2007. As a sophomore, his market share numbers took a little bit of a step back, but he had 660 yards and two touchdowns on a 9.6% dominator rating, which is in the 22nd percentile for sophomores. During those two seasons, he split time with other talented running backs like Noah Kane, John Lovett, Devin Ford, and if you look at the seasonal dominator ratings he posted and the teams on which he played at Penn State, kind of like how good were they, the historical prospects whose first two seasons in college were most comparable to Kevon Lee's first two seasons at Penn State are TJ Logan, Snoop Connor, Michael Bush, Charles Scott, and Devontae Freeman. As a runner, Lee has been really impressive. On fairly limited volume, just 197 carries through 21 career games, a running back in Lee's situation, given the volume he's had and the talent level of the teammates that he's played with, they averaged 3.73 stars as high school recruits as a collective. We would expect a running back in that situation to average 0.29 yards per carry greater than his teammates. Kevon Lee has averaged 1.01 yards per carry greater than his teammates and ripped off 10-yard runs at a clip 3% greater than theirs. Especially this last year in 2021, he was the lead back for Penn State. He averaged 1.47 yards per carry greater than the other guys in the team. That's in the 84th percentile. He ripped off 10-yard runs at a clip that was more than 8% greater than the clip at which they ripped off 10-yard runs. And if you account for the box counts that he was seeing, the average carry for Kevon Lee was worth 135.7% the output of the average carry for all non-Lee runners at Penn State, which is a box-adjusted efficiency rating in the 86th percentile. He also wasn't ripping off long runs very often. His breakaway conversion rate, which just looks at once he's reached the secondary on a 10-yard chunk run, how often is he converting that play into a breakaway run of 20 yards or more, he was only doing that at a 32nd percentile clip, so for him to have high overall efficiency without the assistance of big plays is fairly impressive. And his relative success rate, which measures how often is he succeeding on his carries, given down in distance, given the box counts that he's seeing relative to his teammates, his relative success rate is 5.4%, which is in the 69th percentile. He's also a great tackle breaker. This last year in 2021, 0.28 missed tackles forced per attempt in the 85th percentile. Given his team relative efficiency numbers, um, among Big Ten lead backs from last season, only Kevon Lee and Braylon Allen ranked above the 75th percentile in both box-adjusted efficiency rating and relative success rate. And in a composite score made up of the, um, essentially just an average of the percentile ranks of a player's box-adjusted efficiency rating and relative success rate, so kind of a, a fusion of the two of them. Lee ranks fourth in that composite in the Big Ten from last season, behind only Braylon Allen, Chase Brown, and Kenneth Walker. You could make a really good argument that he was one of the few best lead backs in the entire Big Ten last season. And based on these efficiency numbers, based on his physical profile, based on some assumptions I'm making about him as an athlete, the closest comps to Kevon Lee as a pure runner are Elijah Hood, Le'Veon Bell, Deontay Foreman, Eddie Lacy, and James Conner. It's a pretty impressive list for a guy who really hasn't seen that much volume to this point in his career, really hasn't been that impressive as a producer to this point in his career. 
really nice names on that list, multiple Pro Bowl-level NFL guys. As a receiver, Lee has been relatively involved, but not super efficient. He has 34 receptions um, through two seasons in his career, fairly low target share just in the 11th percentile, but given the size of his role in the offense overall, he's been fairly involved as a receiver considering that small role. Um, he's also been split out wider in the slot 14% of the time. That's in the 76th percentile. So he's, you know, being asked to do things just not not just out of the backfield. He has been targeted behind the line of scrimmage on average, negative 0.6 a dot in the 30th percentile, but his catch rate is 79.4%. That's a 60th percentile number. Um, so pretty solid there. And his overall efficiency numbers, though, have not been impressive. 34th percentile yards per target, 16th percentile yards per reception, 17th percentile yak per reception. So he's involved and, you know, not necessarily a liability in the passing game, but I don't think at this point in his development that he's a plus there. I alluded a little bit ago to kind of his physical profile. Um, this last season, he was listed at six foot and 239 pounds. And currently on the spring roster, he's listed at six feet tall and 234 pounds. And based on historical weight gain data for NFL prospects, I predict he'll be just under six foot at 5'11 and 7 eighths of an inch and 232 pounds at his eventual NFL combine. You know, pop on the tape a little bit and he doesn't look very fast on film at all. He kind of looks like he's running with a full diaper, um, not super quick, doesn't get up to speed that fast, and his top speed really doesn't look that fast to me. But I have found articles online saying that he's supposedly running a 4.5, and I think that was as of last summer. So um, he saw his speed as kind of like a detriment to his game as a freshman, um, tried to get faster going into his sophomore season, reportedly did that. I'm not sure if that's, you know, how much we can trust that. I'm kind of assuming he runs a 4.6 at the combine um, at this point, but... You know, six feet tall, 232 pounds running 4.6. That's, you know, solid speed for an NFL guy. Um, you know, if if we can take these four or five reports with, you know, any sort of accuracy and, you know, kind of even bump him up a tenth of a, a tenth of a second, if he's running 4.6 at that size, that's definitely requisite athleticism for an NFL running back. I think the bottom line for Lee at this point is with Nick Singleton now in town, he will probably never be a high-volume runner at Penn State. Um, as a freshman, he was outdoing the efficiency of the other guys on the team. As a sophomore, he was smashing the efficiency of the other guys on the team. I think he's a solid runner. You know, he hasn't earned, like, pure lead-back volume to this point, and I think with Singleton coming, he never will. But I do think he has an NFL future despite that. And I think we've seen, you know, with some, you know, some guys in this 2022 running back class who— you know, could have similar career arcs to what Lee might end up with by the time he declares for the NFL. Like Snoop Connor spent three years at Ole Miss, is declaring early. He never pulled away from the other dudes there. He never pulled away from Scotty Phillips from a volume standpoint. He never pulled away from Jerry and Ely at a volume standpoint. There weren't these elite other backs at Ole Miss that he was sharing time with or being put on the bench um, because of. He's declaring early anyway. And, you know, I don't know where he gets drafted. We'll find out, you know, later, but... He's in the mix in this class. Keontae Ingram, you know, was impressive on a per-touch basis at Texas early on in his career. You know, a super prospect in Bijan Robinson came to town. Ingram played there for a season, got out of town because, you know, there were opportunities elsewhere. He wasn't going to see the field as much with Bijan Robinson there. This Nick Singleton and, you know, Kevon Lee situation could be very similar to that. He's currently ranked as the RB104 on CampusToCanton.com's consensus rankings. He's being drafted as the RB98 and a 265th player overall off the board in Debbie Leagues right now. I don't have a strong take about like where he should be taken, but just kind of like looking up and down the list of the guys being taken in his same kind of territory, Gabe Irvin, 
like what has he done other than be terrible on a per touch basis? Jarek Broussard is five foot nine and 185 pounds and barely averages one catch per game. I'm definitely taking Kevon Lee over guys like that. He has not been a tremendous producer to this point, but he's been an excellent runner on a per touch basis. He has NFL size. He's already been involved as a receiver early on in his career. I see an NFL future for this guy, whether that happens, you know, behind Singleton at Penn State, whether he holds him off for a year, whether he transfers somewhere else. However it happens, I think this guy has an NFL future with upside to be a Ramondre Stevenson type player at the next level. 